My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the Six Figure Podcast Rebels Show. My guest today is Mike Harbour, a leadership performance coach at Harbour Resources and host at the Lead Up Podcast. He has coached, interviewed, and mentored tens of thousands of leaders since 1999. Mike has also worked alongside John Maxwell, Quinn Studer, and many more well-known experts in the leadership development industry. So this is going to be a great conversation today. I love talking about leadership development because it is really a skill that most people need to hone in on. And Mike is just the guy to tell us all about it. Mike, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Jeff, thanks for having me, man. Really excited. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. So this is going to be great. So tell me a little bit about, about your story. Like, how did you, uh, uh, how did you land into this, you know, into this coaching work and what makes you so amazing today? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm amazing, but I'll try to amaze you. How about that? I, uh, it really just, uh, kind of luck, Jeff, when I was in college, uh, I was playing baseball and I thought I was going to play baseball for a living that didn't work out so well. So I quit, you know, my, the coach I went to play college ball for uh, left and and so I went and got a job I quit playing baseball went and got a job and fell into uh, health care and uh, have been really kind of in the healthcare arena my entire life I work with a lot of diff- different industries now but I wasn't a very good leader I was kind of you know I kind of gravitate because I'm an aggressive assertive guy I kind of gravitate toward leadership roles but I wasn't really a good leader I joined the army and that's where I really I was exposed to great leaders number one I had some great leaders in the military uh, the military does a great job of developing people if that's what you want. And so began to get developed. I started reading books. I, I, I tell the story, Jeff. I, I never read a book in high school and college. And that's no lie. I mean, that's the honest truth. I never read a book until I was 23 years old. Uh, I read my first self-development book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And um, I fell in love with personal growth and, and leadership and leadership development. So since then, I've read you know, as you can see behind me, I got a I got a library full of books. I read. I'm a voracious reader on just personal growth, leadership, teamwork, communication, all those kind of things. Now, and John Maxwell's considered one of the world's greatest, you know, if not the greatest leadership expert. So I've I've, I've studied him. I've been mentored by him uh, and others. And so in 2006, I was in the corporate world. Didn't really like the boss that I had, like a lot of stories, right? Didn't really like the boss I had, couldn't trust him. And so I walked out one day and I told my wife, I said, we got $10,000 in the bank. Um, I'm going to go start my own business and I'll either be bankrupt in 30 days or we'll be off and running. And that was in 2006, Jeff. And so here we are, 2022. I'm still standing, brother. I've been close to bankruptcy a few times uh, during the last 16 years. Uh, but man, it's it's been a fun ride, a bunch of ups and downs on the roller coaster ride. Uh, but that's that's the quick, you know, five second version of my story to get me to where I am today. You know, I love it. It's very inspirational, and I love the fact that uh, you know the way you take risks, right? The way you think about it, it's like, well, this could either go 
this can either go kind of bad or it can go great. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you think about the alternative, which is working in an office and having to give up on your dreams in order to, you know, just make that salary, you know, it really comes down to, uh, okay, like, why am I doing this? You know, Mm -hmm. like how I get it. So how did you get into coaching though? Uh, how did the whole idea of you, uh, of you mentoring other um, uh, uh, leaders in order to become better leaders and better, uh, you know, more personable, and you know, and have more empathy towards the the people that they're working with? How did all that come about? Yeah, you know, I think there's an old saying, Jeff, that people gravitate toward that which they need the most. Okay, and and so I grew up in a home that was very dysfunctional, lots of violence in my home, lots of abuse, lots of just dysfunction. And uh, so I was always seeking out leadership from others like I wanted to be a leader, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have parents who modeled that. And so I was always seeking out leadership from other people. How I got into doing what I do today, I've always kind of been a coach. I, you know, I believe in other people because I didn't have that that modeling in my in my childhood, but I always had a belief in other people mainly because I didn't have a belief in myself, but I believed in other people, right? I mean, I think that's kind of where what got me there. But then when I was in the Army, I had some great leaders, as I said, that had a great belief in me, and they started mentoring and coaching me and, and giving me responsibility and developing me, put me in some op- places where I, I learned to speak to people and train people. So I was a training officer in the military as well, did a ton of training in the military uh, for, you know, soldiers and, and, and you know, People that I don't even know, I don't even remember their name today. Maybe some of them have gone off to war and lost their life, or you know, maybe they're you know they 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 would outrank me today. I'm not sure, but I, that's where I really kind of got exposed to what coaching and mentoring really is. When I started my business in 2006, I actually started it as a headhunting firm. So I was a recruiter, recruiting leaders for organizations. Because when I got out of the army, my first job, I went to work for a recruiting company, and and I was I got out of the army hoping that somebody could help me find a leadership job in healthcare when I came back to Arkansas, which is where I live. Well, that recruiting company actually hired me to help them build up a, 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 a healthcare recruiting arm. So when I, when I started my own business, the first few years, all I did was recruit leaders for, for healthcare systems, but I hated it because it's so transactional. It wasn't really developmental. It wasn't relational. I was just putting a, putting a square peg in a square hole or maybe even a round hole. But my love is developing people and and mostly myself because I spend a ton of time developing myself, but then transferring that knowledge to others so that they can be become more because everybody has this desire to become more, right? I mean, I'm sure you do. Everybody has a desire to become more. So I just, I started learning. I've got some searching, uh, coaching certifications. You know, I've just studied all of the greats that have been out there, either, either videos or I've been trained by them. I've sat at the right hand of John Maxwell for a number of years to learn from him. So that's really how I got to where I'm at today. But what drove that love for coaching, Jeff, I think was a desire to be coached from, from my childhood and just needing that. And then now learning to transfer that over to others. What a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Let me ask you something though. What, uh, what problems do you see that modern coaches have, you know, with their marketing, with getting the word out with, uh, you know, being able to help others achieve their greatness? Where do you see the biggest challenges right now? Oh my gosh. There's, I, I would say the, the biggest challenge is too much noise. 
right? There's so many coaches in the marketplace right now that there's so much noise that you're competing against that noise. Um, and let's just be real honest. Not all coaches are good, right? But it's it's kind of the new wave, and people are trying to get on it, right? They want to get on that wave and ride, ride that wave. And so competing against all the noise, plus the other the other thing that, that hurts coaches and, and people like me is there's a ton of people out there trying to sell you the secret, their, their secret to sell more business or get more things, right? And I'm a believer that there is no secret. I mean, there are things that can help you get to where you want to get, but there is no secret. I think the secret is just being, uh, having, a, having a vision and purpose for your life and then being persistent to pursue that, you know, it's per, a persistent pursuit. But, you know, then there's, there's the, this other thing about most coaches have a desire, like me, to help other people. But they don't know how to sell. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to uh, have a have a conversation that adds value to people and then ask them for money. Luckily for me, Jeff, I can do both. Right? I'm a I'm a I'm a great coach and a great developer of people. But I'm also I've had tons of sales training and tons of self coaching. I've invested tens of thousands, probably a hundred thousand dollars on myself just from coaching, right? Like having sales coaches to help me learn how to pick up the phone and call somebody and have a sales conversation. So, you know, I think there's a need for still some of the old school type of selling, picking up the phone and smiling and dialing as I call it. Uh, but then learning how to use social media and and social platforms like a podcast that you and I are on today. My podcast is probably one of my greatest, just before you and I got on this interview, I was coaching a couple of leaders that found me through my podcast, right? They were listening to my podcast and reached out to me and needed some coaching on how to have a difficult conversation with a couple of employees. So, you know, using the different tools, I'm a believer to invest in coaching, invest in people that you can outsource some marketing and those kind of things. Uh, but, I, you know, you asked the question, what are some of the biggest challenges? It's it's all the noise out there and not really knowing how to how to – push all the noise out and really narrow down your focus, I think is the biggest challenge right now. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you for articulating that. What is your favorite way to get clients to your coaching business? Um, well, my favorite way is referrals. You know, if you could get, if you, if I could just get referrals every day, um, that's my favorite way because Usually when somebody's referred to you, there's a little bit of no like, and trust already built in, even though they may not know you because someone else referred you, they know the person that referred you. So there's a little bit of that likability already built in, right? Um, my number one way though, Jeff, that I get clients and leads for clients right now, number one is, is uh, I do a lot of snail mailing, which is old school. And I know that goes against the grain a little bit, but if you see behind me, I wrote a book called Quit Losing Talent. Um, I literally mail that book. I self-published it so it doesn't cost me a lot of money. It's about 80 pages. I, I have those things printed off and I mail that out to my prospects. And then I have my sales guy, I have a sales guy, I have my sales guy make phone calls to them. And, you know, if they have that book in their hand, I mean, it's real easy to create conversation that way. That's my number one way. 
but I use, man, I use LinkedIn a lot because my target market is on LinkedIn. So I'm constantly publishing on LinkedIn. I use my podcast to put in front of people. I'll, I'll use my podcast to email and say, hey, I know the big challenge right now is like I did a podcast last week called How to Avoid Ghost Hires and, and Early Turnover in New Hires, right? So I know that's a big topic right now. I recorded that podcast and I'll take that and email it out to my prospects, you know, maybe people I've never had conversation to. So I'll use the email with a podcast. It's a teaching, right? Those, those are my, my favorite ways to get, um, to get prospects or clients right now. You know, what's interesting about what you're talking about is you're using several offline me- methods in order to bring them into the fold, right? In order that's to bring right, them, right. you know, onto your, uh, you know, onto your map. And what happens is that, you know, you have a lot, like you said, there's a lot of noise out there of people who are trying to only use digital ways to get, you know, to get people, uh, you know, to get people on board. Maybe they'll bring them in with a lead magnet. They'll bring them in with, a, you know, join my email list. But by sending out something physical, by sending out something tangible, and especially with your name on it, I mean, that's the true authority, right? And then when you mm-hmm. piggyback on that authority with your podcast, you know, basically, you know, like you're able to put two and two together and like, okay, not only does this guy write, he articulates, he also has the podcast he's, and, and he's using all of these different channels in order to communicate, you know, in the best, in the best way possible. So is that the only way that you, that you use to get sales or are there some other ways that you get people into your business as well? Well, you, you mentioned lead magnets. You know, I have an email list uh, that people are on. Um, I, I frequently get business from my email of people I don't even know, but they're on my email list. And so I, I send out two, two emails a week to my email list uh, of just pure value. Number one, I'm writing an article. I'm sharing an article. I'm sharing a podcast episode. I'm, you know, just something to add value to them. And I frequently get people that are on my email list that call me up or email me and say, hey, I want to bring you into my company uh, to do some training for my team. And that, you know, those are those are typically big ticket items. You know, when a, when a CEO calls you and says, I got a team of 25 people, I want you to come in and train. That's a, I mean, that's not a $10 sale. That's a, you know, multiple, multi-thousand dollar opportunity there so i use email marketing i use lead magnet so i give away you know i'll give away a free tool uh, on my website i mean if you went to my website right now uh, you know i've got a, a tool called the daily compass tool which is a which is a priority management tool so people can download that you're on my email list now you're going to get my emails um i do i haven't done them this year just because i've been so busy jeff but last year and this will be great for your audience i did uh, a monthly free webinar that where I was teaching, you know, leadership stuff. And I'm telling you, man, I generated a bunch of money from those free webinars because I'm teaching for 45 minutes on a subject, but then I've gotten hired to come in and do training to people. And those are free. And I'm just, I send out to my email list. I put on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and, and LinkedIn. And, and then people come and, and attend those things. And now they're on my list or they hear that webinar, they get access to that. So those are the different tools that I use. So I, you know, lead magnets, yes, are, uh, typically a, a PDF or, you know, a white paper of some sort that I'm giving away. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mike, where can people find you online and how can they reach out to you directly? 
Yeah, I think the best place uh, to find me is my website, Harbor, which is H-A-R-B as in boy, O-U-R, resources.com. Or you can go to leaduppodcast.com, which is my lead, my, my podcast page. Uh, leaduppodcast.com is, is another place. Certainly I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook, but uh, you can link to me from my from my website is the best way. Or my, my email is mike at harborresources.com, Jeff. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to the audience about this and, you know, just, uh, you know, just to really bring in, you know, how, you know, how coaches can level up their business. So you brought up some really good points, you know, like using the book, you know, having a sales team using LinkedIn, you know, those are all very viable and in active, uh, channels for you, uh, for coaches to use. So thank you so much for joining me today. Jeff, thank you for the invite, man. I hope I added a ton of value to you and your listeners. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.